Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Sarah and Jeff on with me. Sarah is with Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist, and Jeff is the tournament director of the Winston-Salem Open. Thanks for coming on, guys. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so I want you each to introduce yourselves and tell a little bit about uh, about what you do. So, Jeff, you want to go okay, first? Sure, happy to. Um, as you said, I'm the tournament director for the Winston-Salem Open, which means I am the leader of the team that pulls the event together every summer. And it's a huge event. Yeah, it's, it is a very large event. It does an awful lot for our community. And um, yeah, so I'm just in charge of a lot of different areas and have a, have a team that supports me and... Um, you know, come August 19th, I'm supposed to be ready to go this year and looking forward to it. Awesome. And Sarah, what about you? Yeah, I'm Sarah Garrison. I'm the Director of Brand Partnerships and Sports Marketing with Atrium Health. Um, so over the Southeast region, so it covers everything from um, the Wake Forest, um, Winston Market, the Charlotte Market, and then we have two hospital systems in um, the Georgia Market. So um, oversee all of that. We have over 20 partners um, in the sports um, space and just excited to be here as uh, official healthcare partner of the Winston-Salem Open. Yeah, so tell us about the partnership that you guys have with the Winston-Salem Open. Yes, we are the official healthcare uh, provider. And what I love about the work that we do is not only are we there to get our name out to have a brand presence, but we actually care for the athletes. So we have a physician on call that um, is at the tournament, you know, throughout the duration to make sure that everything goes off um, without a hitch. And, and that's really important for the players, for um, the tournament staff, for everybody that's there to know that somebody is, is there to care for them. But then we also have a, a fun side of, of what we do. We oversee an activation area. We support Kids Day um, as well as Ladies Day. So okay. Tell lots us, of elements. Tell us about uh, Kids Day and Ladies Day. Yes, Kids Day is a lot of fun. Uh, there's about 300 kids from um, the Forsyth area that wow. come come out, um, usually elementary school age. And USTA is uh, North Carolina is a great partner that puts on all the activities. They have tennis drills and um, you know different skills, but but they're fun, right? And and so the kids get to engage in tennis, and it really starts to get kids excited about, you know, the potential of playing tennis and just enjoying the sport. Sure. Um, so we love that brand connection. Um, we, our Brenner Children's Hospital is, you know, tied very closely with that event um, to just get the brand name out mm -hmm. and, and support it. Uh, Jeff's team does a great job with that day. And it's on the football field at a legacy stadium. So. Um, very cool. It's, it's very neat. And is it. A day during the tournament or it's before the tournament? It's day one. So oh, okay. it's the Saturday that the tournament starts. Yeah, it's okay. opening day. And do you, how, if you have kids, how do you go about getting your kids to come? So look, it's it's actually one of the more popular uh, questions. And, and we communicate uh, when we open up for registration on our social channels. And it's, it's pretty quick that people sign up to go. And USDA North Carolina helps us. Um, organize all that but you can just go to our website find your way to uh to the page and, and you'll see if there's okay. space you know people can sign up what is your website winstonsalemopen.com all right we'll put that in our show notes so people can easily find it and then tell us about ladies day yes ladies day is is around 
It's more corporate sponsor based. So um, supporting the various corporate sponsors of the tournament okay. come together um, for a ladies day event. And every year it's it's a new thing. So that's something that, that we enjoy of what new hook can we plan? Um, this year is going to be leaders, female leaders in the sports world. So we have um, the lead physician of our orthopedics department at Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist. We have um, the pitching lab coach, um, the director of the pitching lab at Wake Forest University, um, who's also an Atrium Health um, employee. She'll be there. Cool. We have uh, the USTA North Carolina executive director. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got a, several different folks that are coming together to just talk about women leading in sports. And um, you know, Wake Forest University's women's golf team just won the national championship and. We've had a lot of success in women's sports, and so we're here to celebrate that and and talk through that. It'll be a luncheon setting, um, and then we're going to have a try tennis um, demonstration. So oh. it's where you can learn, you know, the fundamentals of the game in an indoor setting. So we're not going to be, you know, out in the heat, but just a good little taste of what it's like to be a tennis player. I like that. Do you play tennis? I do somewhat. <laughs> I was just telling Jeff, I joined a league um, in the Charlotte area, and we start August 6th. So okay. I, so you'll be a pro by August 19th. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I played some in high school, um, and, growing up, and growing up I played a lot, but I have not played in the last 20 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my bucket list. I have, I'm sad to admit I have never played tennis. I do enjoy watching it, but... Not played it. Well, we're going to get you, Jeff. What's your tennis history? So, it, yeah, everybody assumes that I was a college tennis player and grew <laughs> up playing tennis and, you know, all that. Actually, uh, that's not the case. Um, I grew up doing a lot of other sports, um, but I do love tennis. It's been my entire career. I think it's a good choice for any athlete, really, as uh, at a minimum, maybe a training, you know, fitness yeah. element. Uh, it develops good hand-eye coordination. And just for context, I used to work for the USDA as well. So we're all we were all about promoting and developing the growth of tennis. So, you know, Sarah has three year old twins, right? I'd love for oh. Sarah to be, you know, with a, a small racket she can pick up, some balloons, she can start bouncing them around. It's a great way to get started and it and it can it can cause kids to get interested in something that arguably is a healthy lifestyle choice. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And we're going to invite you officially to Ladies' Day, so we'll get you out and you can try tennis. I would love to. When is Ladies' Day? It is on the 24th of August. Okay, and so is that invite only? Can you? It is an invite only. Well, I'm honored. (laughs) So what they'll do is just put a racket in your hand. Okay. And um, And they'll they'll say, hope for the best. (laughs) They'll run you through a series of drills, fitness, you know, get your heart rate up to about 140. Nothing like that. (laughs) It'll just be to, you know, let you try it out in a in a small court format and just let you. Well, get and the I like feel. that it's like all all women. That makes the intimidation factor a little less for me, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, so. they're, they're they're fun events, and it's like yeah. it sounds, and it's um, hope you enjoy it. Awesome, see you there. Yeah, the, the great thing about Ladies' Day as well is it's corporate people, so it's not that it's it's tennis players that are necessarily. You're not coming. with a bunch of tennis pros. You're with. You're with like-minded people that yep. maybe have picked up a racket, but maybe haven't. Yeah, sure. So what is uh, something new and different that the Winston-Salem Open is doing this year that maybe they haven't done in years past that you can think of? Well, probably our biggest initiative this year. I'm, I'm very excited about it because it, it really enhances our site, our venue, and um, 
and helps in many ways uh, with regards to our international broadcast and domestic broadcast on television. So what I'm talking about is effectively LED lighting. So the entire facility uh, from a tennis point of view as well as football uh, are all being upgraded to LED and we're participating in that as a tournament. Um, Like I said, our broadcasters like that, uh, we're trying to get up to tournament standards, which we know are going to be in place in 2025. Um, And that will... What does that mean? That will... Well... You know, in any sport, you're you're going to have standards, right? I mean, the NFL has standards and what a visiting team expects when they come to play the home sure, team. Sure, and sure. We have standards in our sport that that relate to how big a stadium needs to be for you know this and that level tournament, how strong the lighting levels need to be. So this is real cool stuff like lux and lumens and you know all, all that sort of stuff. But th- there are there are standards, and um, because of our growth in broadcasting in general. Um, it, it's it's been decided that we need to raise our standards so we get better quality pictures that since makes it sense. was happening. Well, in the pictures, I always am amazed at the quality of the photos that I see from the Winston-Salem Open. They're, they're incredible. Yeah. I mean, you can do amazing things with cameras, HD cameras yeah. these days and stuff, but this, this just brings the whole dynamic in, into a different light. Yeah. And so I know it takes uh, a village of volunteers to make this event happen. How many volunteers do you guys have? So we're just over 400 volunteers this year. Wow. We have a great uh, retention rate. I think we're in the 90th percentile right now. And some of these people uh, have been around and associated with tennis in this area, which Mr. Flo and Flo Automotive have been associated with for quite a long time. They've been there since the beginning of that exhibition event. I'm talking back when Agassi was here and Chang and you know, some, some old household names back in the day. And they've been around and been volunteering for some Brooke doesn't remember any of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not in my head. Don't, don't call me out like that, Tim. <laughs> from 35 years. We just had our, our party the other day on the plaza downtown. Wow. So this is the 35th somebody. year of the Winston-Salem Open? No. No. How many this years? Is, this is the 35th year, mid-30 year of uh, what I'll call Flo's association with Bringing tennis to the area, uh, bringing okay. tennis to the market. Mr. Flo has a deep love and appreciation for the sport of tennis, as does his wife, Robin. So he's always wanted to associate with it. So he did those exos. I met him through Davis Cup, if you know what that is. In 2001, we did a Davis Cup here in market. We came back in seven and eight. Okay. So I've been working with Mr. Flo in tennis for, for some time, and now I actually work for him and run the tournament. Very cool. Yeah. What's your favorite part of your job? Um, you know, it, it's, uh, I really, I really enjoy going out that first night or that first day. It, it, I don't know why I associate it more with night, but really the big buzz for me is going out that first session where there's all the excitement sitting in that stand, sitting in that stadium, and they're seeing the players right there up front and that. It's that first kind of roar or cheer, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm I'm not there, right? I'm not in there because I'm out worrying about other things. But just being on site and being able to hear that sort of thing for the first time every year is something that I really look forward to. That's awesome. I love how detailed that response was. Very cool. That's my job, details. <laughs> Got to make it, make it sound fun. It is fun. <laughs> so um, tickets are officially on sale for the whole tournament. Is that right? Yep. And how does that tell us about the different ticket options? Yeah, so you can go again to winstonsalemopen.com 
And, you know, the early rounds are starting out at about $11 a ticket, and the later rounds are getting up into $85, $90 a ticket. You can also buy package tickets. One of our biggest um, packages uh, that involves hospitality is called the Friends Package. And you, we still have those on sale as well. And it's like it sounds. It's a ticket with hospitality in the Harold Pollard Center. And there's 14 sessions of tennis. So you can come 14 times or you can come twice and give, give the other 12, 12 to your 12 <laughs> friends. Um, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's fun and, and it's all available. We've even got some packages uh, at the end of the event. Um, we call one triple shot, which is the last three sessions. Those sessions are the semifinals and finals, so they tend to be some of the more popular, higher price tickets. Sure. But we put them all together. If people want to make the commitment to come to us for three consecutive sessions, we feed them a little okay. consideration on the pricing. There you go. So when you say hospitality uh, for like the Friends package or some of the other packages, that me- meaning you can come and get food and drinks and also enjoy the tennis tournament? You said it very well. I, I can give you... <laughs> A very detailed answer, and you know you can you can come when the gates open. You can go in, and if you'd like to start your day with a you know Bloody Mary or a a, a beer or yeah. just a good bottle of water or something, go in there. There's a there's a meal associated with every session, so it's lunch and dinner. Okay. And uh, if you get thirsty after watching a few games, you can go back in there. As long as that session is going on, that that food and beverage. Uh, is there and available for you at all times. Okay. So you could just sit and eat and drink and not watch tennis, but we don't recommend that. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good healthy lifestyle. I do love to eat and drink, so. (laughs) There is a court that, uh, it's it's called the Harold Pollitt Center, as I said, and it overlooks our court too. Ah, okay. So you can actually, you could sit there outdoors, shaded, you know, they call them, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say the last name of the fan, but the big... Fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's very nice and it overlooks that court. You can see some great doubles and some of the some of the other matches that are going on right there. And in you're front so of close to the food. Court two is very nice. The yeah. shade. Yeah. The close proximity to food and beverage. Yeah, I like that. Plus I, tennis. Well, and I went um for the first time, I think it was two years ago. And I remember uh now Louie and Honey was Lavender and Honey. Louie and Honey had desserts, and oh my gosh, they were so good. It was a great setup in there. I went when the uh, Cheeses of Europe were there. They had me, because I'm a food blogger, so uh, they had me come, and I walked away with like five pounds of the President butter and uh, a big wheel of uh, Rockford blue cheese. <laughs> and it. I was like sharing with Friends and family, and it was Tennis that was fantastic. Cheese. Oh gosh, yes, you, yeah. They were they were a sponsor of what's called the U.S. Open Series at the time. We're the last event in the U.S. Open Series, <clears throat> but anyway, they were a big tour sponsor, very popular because that I believe it was a, a gentleman um, from France, so he had the the cool accent and everything, and he was going around with a cheese board, giving cheese out everywhere yeah. and promoting cheese. Oh, oh that's so sounds. cool. It was very popular. Brooke, you don't. You yeah, don't eat I don't cheese. eat cheese, but, so I'm. It's not. I wouldn't eat it, but I would. I would like to witness it. Yeah, it sounds neat. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was an amazing thing. I was going to tell you that. Yeah. That's that. Those moments that I would really be upset that I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about how much this event um, helps the economy, which I totally agree. Do you have any like statistics that come to mind of how um, of how this impacts our 
our community? Yeah, so we got an economic in, impact study back from Visit Winston-Salem last year. It's north of five million bucks. Wow. Um, you know, it's not we're, <laughs> we're not the Super Bowl, as I like to say, but that's a significant impact. And I think the better part in the story that I like to tra- tell more, because I don't think people are aware of it, is that we are a 501c4. We do try and throw off a little bit of net excess. And when we do that, we give it back to the community. For my um, first years here as the tournament director, we've given over 50 grand to the school system, middle school athletics in particular. Wow. And, uh, you know, I like the way that sounds because I didn't say middle school athletic tennis. Uh, It's just middle school athletics. And young people at that time in in their lives are often um, confronted with temptations and, and, and other things to distract them. Right. So so to get them uh, it, in any sport, tennis it, or not. Yeah. It's nice yeah. to know that we're helping, you know, acquire more uniforms or updating nets or, or things that are within that middle school athletic system mm-hmm. that, you know, they require funding, too. So and that's, and that's why Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist really enjoys our partnership, because it's giving back to the community. Right. It's not just serving a marketing purpose or a brand purpose, but we're able to impact the lives of these middle school kids. So part of the dollars that, you know, we support the tournament with then go back to the community. That's awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorite sayings. You know, if you're not helping other people or serving other people, then what are you doing? That's that's the, the why behind it all, for sure. And there you go. our activation at the um, tournament also has uh, golf chipping this year. Um, we have the speed of the serve and a little golf chip. So Fans can just come take a break from watching in between sessions. They can you know, practice their serves, see how fast it is. We have a little, um, you know, miles per hour oh. clocker. What's it's, a fast serve? Like, give me a give me a range that I'm I should be shooting for what? when I go try this. What? Well, it's going to vary from a, from a professional to, to a non. So, so a professional level serve, you know, in miles per hour is probably going to be slightly north of 150 as being the best. I'm not saying that's what they serve consistently. Whoa. That's, that's incredible. That's the, the record, and and I might have I might have confused my kilometers per hour with miles per hour. It might oh, be more like in the 130s, and the kilometers way, is the higher. Very impressive. <laughs> but somebody like like uh, myself or Sarah, you know, a recreational player and whatnot, we're going to be down, you know, 40, 50. Okay. Something like that. So I'm going to shoot for 50. I don't know. Sarah might be better than she's <laughs> confessing up in the 80s. Last but. year I saw 100. One person serve at 100, but most people were, yeah, lower than that. Yeah. Good to know. So. That sounds like fun. And there's strategy in that, too. I mean, everybody expects fast. So uh, arguably, if, you're, if your strategy is to win the match, right, you might want to just throw them an unexpected slower serve. Yeah. Catch them off guard. So. There you go. Not all about speed. That's yeah. That's very true. It's well, like it's like the change up in baseball. Right. You know, you get up there fastball, 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 and you look, you throw it, and it looks like a fastball, but it it's comes not. at you a lot slower. Yep. And that's why they call it change up. But it, <laughs> the people go, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, our time has already already come to an end. Anything else that you want to add before we we close things out, other than to get your tickets? Yeah, no. Get your tickets online, WinstonSalemOpen.com. Will it, um, like, even if you maybe you're not sure what day you can come, can you even, like, get tickets day of, or should you definitely get them in advance? Uh, We call that walk-up. There's a box office over there in in the the football stadium setting. It's called Bridger Fieldhouse. And, yeah, you can buy day of. A lot of people, not a lot, but a good percentage of our customers do wait to see who's playing when. Sure. Um, But then again, there's a lot of people – 
this year already that have bought in advance just because they like to go. Yeah. It's a fun event. And I mean, especially starting at like 11 bucks a ticket, what a great little inexpensive family night too. Yeah. So. That first Saturday is, is a lot of fun. Cause you got, you have a whole, you have the full complement of players is what yeah. I would say. Right. And the people who are trying to make it in, they're not household names. They're the journeymen. They're, they're kind of the gypsies who travel around and, you know, really try and make a career on the tour. And there's some really hotly contested matches that go on. And if you haven't been, they, you know, build the stadium all around that court, right? You go any other day and it's just a yeah. court sitting on, you know, it's by incredible. itself. And yeah. then you go during the tournament and you're like, whoa, this is, this is How did they quite impressive. This? Yeah. <laughs> you start that in about a week, yeah. Lots, of, lots cool. of planning behind that. I know it's a, it's an all-year process to make this week-long tournament happen. Well, thanks for coming on. It was great to chat with you, too. And be sure to get your tickets at winstonsalemopen.com, and we will put that uh, link in the show notes. And as always, you can find all of our Forsyth Mags content on our website, ForsythMags.com, and we're on social media, at Forsyth Mags. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>